What's going on, ladies and gents? I'm Billy Donnelly, and I'm getting old quickly. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been here before, welcome back. You know the drill, you know the lay of the land, you know the rules, and you basically know what it is that we're here to do anyway. But if this is your first time joining us, also welcome. Welcome aboard on our journey of self-discovery and self-reflection, of introspection and self-improvement. Basically, we try to put in the emotional work week in and week out to be better today than we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than we were today. So what's on the agenda this week? Well, I think it's basically that people are the worst. <laughs> and uh, I know that sounds super vague, um, but it's just the behaviors that I see regularly. Uh, whether it is online, on social media, just how people sort of interact with one another, uh, where we're not doing great as a whole, as a, as a species. Uh, human beings are, you know, we are not living up to expectations, it feels like, uh, on the regular and we only seem to do the worst things and behave in the worst ways and cater to our worst instincts. And as a result, um, with that out there, uh, my conclusion stands uh, in cement that we may be the worst. Now, how did I get here? <laughs> Uh, well, years and years and years of observation and witnessing us being, you know, the worst. But I guess where I want to take the discussion this week kind of just deals with outrage and judgment. You know, one of the things, especially just, I spend a good amount of time uh, observing uh, human behavior <laughs> and uh, not in like a scientific way either. Like I wish I could sit here and say, well, you know, this is for like a sociological study or, uh, or, or something maybe useful that, that some people would get then mad about and write off anyway. But it, it's always kind of just been for my own peace of mind, right? Just watching people, observing people, seeing how we operate, what we do, how we react and respond to certain uh, situations and conflicts and confrontations. And especially as of late, it just feels like we are so wrapped up in being pissed off all the time that we don't know uh, the way out. And uh, I'm not trying to come at this from like a holier than thou perspective. I am guilty of it myself. I'm not exempt from this. There are times where I am right there in the thick of it. And I don't know how I got there and I don't know how to escape from it. You know, it's easy to look at other people uh, sometimes and judge their choices. 
Because they're not the choices that we would have made. And to look at it, it makes us feel better about ourselves, right? There's an, uh, a certain air of superiority that comes from judging other people by saying, well, I wouldn't be in that position because I wouldn't have done those things or made those choices. And rather than keep that information to ourselves... We want to make a show of it, grand display, so that we can prove to others around us how awesome we are all the time. But we're not. At times it makes us unempathetic, makes us heartless and cold. Sometimes I just, I wonder if we don't know how to be happy and so we just make ourselves miserable by figuring out what it is that we can be angry about or mad about or outraged about. And it's never anything of consequence. I mean, look, that's not true. That's a, that's a sweeping generalization. Sometimes there are people who are mad and outraged about things that are of particular consequence. And they engage in uh, various forms of activism and try to affect change. And I salute many of those people. At the same time, however, though... Some of those people have also taken it upon themselves that they're the only ones that are here to save the world. And they can't enjoy anything. Because they are constantly fighting about everything. Everything is a crusade. Everything is a battle. Everything is a war. And that is also no way to go through life. I mean, I really genuinely wonder if we as human beings, as people, are capable of just shutting up and embracing some degree of happiness. Is that possible? Is that somewhere within the realm of possibility? Or do we have to just shit on everything? And figure out how to be mad about something. You know, what's really sort of uh, piqued my interest in this as of late, or caught my attention, I guess, is, is more um, more in line with where my, my head and my thoughts are at, is just watching uh, purity tests unfold 
by other people. So they have set sort of this expectation, right? This this bar uh, of conduct uh, that is acceptable. And anything that falls short of that bar is horrendous and horrible and awful. And should basically uh, be thrown away or cast aside. And look, there's a lot of nuance that goes into uh, all of this, right? There's some people, some things that are inherently toxic. I'm not here to defend any of that. Or to tell people, like, you have to accept these things. Everybody's going to set their own agenda. Everybody's going to set their own bar of expectations. Everybody's going to set what is acceptable to them. And that's okay, right? I'm not here to judge that. I'm not here to tell you that you're doing it right or wrong. But there is, or there does seem to be, a sliding scale some hypocrisy in the mix when it comes to what is accepted and what's not because you may look at something and say well that's no good I don't like that that's not acceptable that's not okay by me And then someone else comes along that you prefer or that you like or that you weren't expecting to behave a certain way. And when they do the same things, we rationalize it and we figure out how to reconcile it and make it okay in our head because they're okay in our book. And how dare we go back against ourselves because that would be a reflection of ourselves, right? Because we let them in prior. But all of it's okay. You know, the thing about it that, that's been bothering me, and that's the reason why I even wanted to talk about it uh, this week, or why it's sort of in the front of my brain, is that we have failed to accept and understand that... Uh, People are complex. Very few people are wholly good and very few people are wholly bad. There are some, but I would say the majority of us uh, fit somewhere in the middle. With a mixture where we try to do things that are good, but sometimes we mess up and we do things that suck. And the goal, the goal when all is said and done, is to try to do more good things than bad. To try and be a better person than a worse one. To try to affect the world uh, in a more positive manner than a negative run, right? To, to leave this place better off than, than how we found it, not worse. But there doesn't seem to be any room in the discussion for that anymore. 
if you're not amazing, if you're not perfect all the time, then you suck. Now, granted, I've already established my idea that I think people suck anyway for a lot of these reasons. I think we're disappointing. I think we talk out of both sides of our mouths. But the lack of empathy and understanding for the complexity of the human condition to me is sort of just unfathomable. You know, I do my best to uh, to try to understand people's motives and where they're coming from and why they think a certain way, why they see things a certain way. And there are plenty of it I just flat out disagree with. So so once again, I'm not trying to to claim that I am exempt from any of this. There's plenty of judgment that comes from me. If you tell me you're anti-vaccine, judgment. Tell me you voted Republican consistently, judgment. Like all of these things, <laughs> based off of things that I've witnessed and observed, right? They've they've conditioned me to believe a certain thing or see things a certain way. And so when I see things that are counter to that, that's where the judgment comes from. Is that right? Is it wrong? I don't know. That's how I operate. But, but, by the same token, that doesn't mean that I don't listen, and it doesn't mean that I don't try to learn and or grow. Right? If my judgment is misplaced or uninformed or wrong... Why the hell would I want to double down on that? Why would I want to insist that that's just the way it is? Because growth is important. It's important that we try to grow. As I say at the outset here of every show... It's about trying to be better today than we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than we were today. Seeking improvement is important. But we all want to sit up in this ivory tower and pretend that we're amazing and perfect. And that anything or anyone that is beneath that is somehow a terribly flawed individual. We're all flawed. Like, we're all flawed individuals. Please, show me a person walking the face of this earth who is, who is flawless. I don't care what Beyonce's song says. It's not even her. We all make mistakes. 
We all say stupid shit. And uh, some of it's worse than than others, okay? So I'm not saying that there's not a place or a time to really concentrate than judging or or being outraged about something. But it just feels like we get outraged and bothered by everything. And this isn't some sort of uh, crusade either against um, PC language. I think some of that language is incredibly important. It's incredibly important to sometimes change the way that we speak to be more inclusive, to be more understanding, once again to grow right to figure out sometimes just a better overall way of doing things just because something has been a certain way for a long period of time doesn't make it right or mean that that's the only way we should ever do it ever however we are also at a point where Everyone gets mad at everything everyone else says because they don't like it and then they want to make sure that everyone knows that they don't like it and because they don't want to be alone in not liking it, they then want to make a big show or deal of it so that everyone else also doesn't like it with them. And then that sort of feeds the outrage monster too. There are, there are certain things that are absolutely justifiable in being outraged about. Can I tell you what they are? Absolutely not. Because everybody's going to be different in what, what triggers them, right? What, what speaks to them, what resonates with them, what bothers them. But what I can say is to really just think about the things that you find yourself getting outraged about. And figuring out whether or not it's actually important in the grand scheme of things as well as your life. You know, over the course of uh, my life, some of my work, some of the things that I've been involved with, look, I've seen people get out and out outraged about the fact that they made a Ghostbusters movie where the main cast of it were women. That was a thing that happened. I've seen people get out and out outraged about who wins a wrestling match. And not even like in the Olympics. I'm talking about the predetermined 
Yeah, that that form of entertainment. Seeing people get out and out outraged over how TV shows end. Or who celebrities who they don't know and aren't personally involved with in any way, shape, or form who they're dating or marrying or what they're choosing to do with their life. And if that's really how you want to spend your time, if that's really how you want to spend your energy and what you want to be uh, angered about, uh, I don't know if this argument is going to make a dent in your mindset anyway. But as somebody who has spent uh, a decent portion of their life uh, angry outraged about one thing or another at, at various points uh, I can tell you that it's not very helpful uh, nor is it very healthy nor does it solve anything or make you feel better if anything it makes you feel more angry and more outraged Because there's never a, a resolution to it. There's never an answer to any of it. Nor with judging other people. There's never enough that will satisfy your judgment or your outrage to say, okay, I'm done. Time for me to do something else. Instead, what happens is, is that your outrage or your judgment just finds another target. Something else for you to judge. Something else for you to be outraged about. And then when you move on from that one, it's to another target again. Because you haven't found a way to, to close it out or to bring it to an end or, or, or some type of uh, resolution that uh, satisfies you and puts to bed those feelings. Outrage begets more outrage. It is a slippery slope of which there is... Uh, much difficulty in climbing your way out of. You just slide deeper and deeper into this outrage pit and you become consumed by being angry at everybody and everything and everyone and, and everything that's said and everything you read and everything you hear and it's all consuming. Consuming. 
I see it. I see it all the time. I see people who complain about things all the time or are mad about things all the time or angered by everything. And then they go, I don't understand why I can't be happy. I don't know. Sometimes it's it's admitting to yourself that it's not that important and walking away. And I would be best served by following my own advice here as well sometimes. Because once again, I'm not perfect. I don't do all of this 100% all the time. But it's progress, not perfection. And even when we do these things, to not get defensive about it, but to admit to ourselves that we've done it and to try to be better about it the next time. Or even to apologize in the moment for us doing it or getting carried away with it or feeding it. Right? It's identifying the problem, acknowledging the problem, and then trying to learn and grow from the problem. Not to wrap our arms around the problem and say, I love you, problem. Let's be best friends and do this forever. Is there a way out of this? I don't know. I'd like to think so. You know, and this isn't some rant against cancel culture or anything either. I think that's a, a, a fallacy that people now throw out there about everything is cancel culture. Oh, cancel culture is out of control. Uh, I do think that people should be held accountable for some of the things that they do and then take responsibility for their actions. At the same time, depending on severity of offense, if people want the opportunity to try and learn and grow from their situations, they should have it. And that doesn't mean we always have to give it, right? Sometimes that's going to have to be earned. It's just very easy for us to cast everything aside at this point that makes us uncomfortable or that we don't like or that bothers us. And I, I just don't know that it's helpful. I don't know that it's helpful to us collectively as a society. I don't know that it's helpful to us as individuals and how we look at the world. And I don't know that it's helpful to us also as individuals and how we're perceived with what we do or how we act. It just feels like there are eyes on everything all the time. And if you are not perfect all the time, then they're going to come for you. Who are they? I don't know. 
could be anybody, any group, any sort of uh, mob that's rallied together against whatever it is that you did. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I had answers, but I don't. Actually, that's not true. I do have maybe one answer. Just try to be better yourself. Right? It's not about trying to change everybody or everyone else. But it is about trying to work on yourself. And much like I can admit to doing some of these things some of the time, if you do these things some of the time as well, admit it. And then try to change it. Doesn't mean you're going to bat a thousand. Doesn't mean you're going to be perfect from here on out and are never going to do those things again. But if you do do them again, if you're aware that you do it, Sometimes you can catch yourself doing it and then change course. That's growth. And that can be helpful. Right now we have all the judgment and outrage in the world. And frankly, it's too much. We need less. So I guess try to do your part. I'm working on trying to do mine. And on that note, let's call time. All right, a lot of things to think about and consider this week. Uh, I hope it wasn't too ranty. (laughs) You know, some of this was just like really stream of consciousness and what was in my head. So, you know, I hope... I hope at least for your understanding it made sense. In my brain coming out of my mouth it made sense, but I hope for you that that you were like, oh yeah, okay. As opposed to like, what the hell is Billy talking about this week? So, I don't know. Let me know, I guess. Uh, feedback is always appreciated. Um, how do you send feedback? Well, let's get into that part of the show, right? Email address here at the podcast. That's gettingoldquicklypod at gmail.com. If you have a question, comment, feedback, uh, want to let me know if I'm being ranty or if I made sense, then by all means do so. Gettingoldquicklypod at gmail.com. I'll read those emails. I'll respond back to you. And if I think it's something that bears a deeper discussion, well, maybe then we'll uh, we'll dive into it on a future episode of the show. So gettingoldquicklypod at gmail.com. Uh, get yourself Getting Old Quickly shirts. Shirts and apparel are available at teespring.com slash getting old quickly. Once again, that's teespring.com slash getting old quickly. 10% of the profits go to NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So score yourself some sweet swag to help out a very good cause at the exact same time. Get yourself getting old quickly shirts and apparel, which are still available at teespring.com slash getting old quickly. Uh, podcasts are available in all the uh, typical podcast places. So uh, wherever you have found Getting Old Quickly now, uh, if that's your place of choice, well, keep listening to it there. Follow and subscribe to the podcast so that when new episodes 
of the show drop every single Monday. They are right there waiting for you, and you do not have to look for them any further. No hunting, no searching. Make your life easier and convenient. And for a follow or subscribe, getting old quickly, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you know your preferred podcast player. So just take care of that. And if you use Apple Podcasts, uh, well, uh, rating and review the show uh, helps. How? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, Personal validation, I guess, uh, makes me feel good. Uh, Something along those lines. Uh, But rate and review the show if you have the means to do it. And that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, Make sure to follow all the social media handles that I never update, uh, but that I would like you to anyway, um, because then maybe it would justify me putting more time and effort into it, (laughs) if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Um, Yeah, that's probably it. Uh, So on Instagram, at gettingoldquickly. Facebook, facebook.com, slash gettingoldquickly. uh, And uh, Twitter, at gettingoldquick. And finally, uh, as we always make it a point for you to know and pass along, Uh, If you find yourself in a dark place, uh, in crisis mode, whether it's yourself, family member, friend, loved one, somebody who really needs help, uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline exists for those very moments. It's 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. Someone is available uh, 24-7 to talk if you need it. Uh, So that resource is there for those situations. So if you need it, please Use it. That's what it's there for. Once again, that is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That said, I'll be back next week uh, talking about whatever else winds up in my brain. Um, We'll see where that goes. But uh, I just hope this week gave you at least something to to think about. And uh, I don't know. Maybe it helps. Maybe it didn't. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, Okay, Uh, back next week. Until then, and as usual, I'm Billy Donnelly. I'm getting old quickly. Just remember, getting old doesn't suck. It kind of just happens. (laughs) 